Hello listeners and welcome to Talk to Touch, the weekly podcast where I discuss living an LGBTQ plus life to build a strong and united community because connection starts with open conversation. I am your host, Denver Shai. How efficient is that? That is super efficient. Hello. And welcome. Jamesy boy. James Denver girl. <laughs> Did you just call me James? Well, here we are at the end of another year. Virtually, what we got? Three weeks to go? Let me check my calendar. Uh, well, we're just talking about, about calendars weeks. and we know how challenged you are by trying to work. Uh, let me see. Today's the 11th. One, two. Yeah, about it's about three weeks. Just shy of a day. About three weeks. Yes. And yeah. it's been a wild ride at uni, hasn't it? Wild well, ride. Yes, it is. But... Universities are always like that, aren't they, in terms of uh, the demands of an academic year and it's two semesters. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's this little wind-up. You know you're going back to university and you think, oh, yeah, I'll start doing some preparation, a little bit of reading here, a little bit of watching there, a little bit of listening over there. You're, you're lucky. Next. You get a reading week. We don't get a reading week. Yeah. For those of us in fine art, mind you, uh, I think it depends. I didn't do art history this semester. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, we didn't get a reading week. No, but I'm lightweights. Yes, no, I'm doing creative writing. So because I have like, um, it's equivalent to a a shelf, no exaggeration, a a long shelf in Waterstones reading requirements, um, then I do really need a week to um, fast paced read. Uh, Like the devil, like the devil, and that song about the devil and the fiddler playing in competition. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, I yeah, do the, like that song. Whatever actually. that's called. I forget what it's called. It might come to me. Anyway, it feels a bit like that, but in the reading sense, uh, I'm yes. up against the devil reading and he's reading and I have to beat that devil at the reading game. I don't know where I'm going with all this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no, no idea where you're going. I have going. no idea where I'm going with all this. <laughs> where did where I even come from? Going? I'm not sure where the, where the entry point was. Uh, but here <laughs> we are. No Hi, idea. folks. Oh, oh my anyway. goodness. People are actually listening. Yes, I know. So it's just remembering why we're here, because we are just about to go right off on a tangent then, won't we? <laughs> yeah, what are we here for? Yeah, so it is the end of... I decided to do to do a break here, to break off at the end of season two. I actually hadn't intended to. I wanted to carry on, um, but it's it's too mad. Things are a bit too crazy, and I'm something's got to give so I have to I think I've got to break um have a break with the podcast so that I can get my assignments done yes this is why we're talking about university of course because uh this this particular year um and next year the grades count towards our degrees so of course you want to get the best grades possible uh striving for that first class honours degree or mm-hmm. two, two yes. one, uh, whatever. But um, it does mean that, of course, the other joys of your life, because university is surely a joy, um, the other joys in your life sometimes have to be, become a little bit more marginalised. So you have to pull back on them and not give them quite the, the usual focus and effort, energy, mm. that, you, that you would under normal circumstances. The university sucks up much of your your focus and your energy and your time, doesn't it? By of necessity, of necessity, really. Yes, it does. It does. I mean, I already get up at about 5am 
to make yeah. time. I mean, there's so many things that I've been doing. I've got the novel I'm writing. I've got my art project, my personal art project that I'm doing. There's this podcast. I have uni and within uni, I've got to get three portfolios put together. Yeah. And I can't, um, I can't actually do all those things. You know, I've not been able to work on my book for the last few couple of weeks or so which has been quite frustrating and my sure. personal drawing project that's been I've had to uh take snatches at that and yes. so that kind of means not things haven't always had the full attention that they have needed yeah. so it's it's meant that you know kind of it's kind of like you know something's something's got to give and if you've got so much going on you've got to prioritize what is important what needs to be done because I don't want to be repeating my yeah. second year because I put my personal project and everything else first instead of getting on with uh, the assignments because I've got yes. three portfolios yes yes that's, doing. that's busy time as important as this podcast is and the reach that it has uh, you know the importance of the message then there are nobody's going to expect of course um, that you won't take a break everybody whatever the job is the line of one's work you need to take a break and we we this is typically the time you would do that and it, it, you've got to re refocus recenter center yourself again prepare the necessary re you know undertake the necessary research and and lay the ground ready for um, January for when you come back I think you said I think you're coming back on Monday the 9th of yes I'm January 2023 yes there's uh-huh let me just double check so there'll be calendar. yes this Monday is the, the last last broadcast of 2022 so there's a three-week yeah. three-week break essentially and I think you know that's not a great deal of time it's necessary otherwise you're you're you you're um, draining yourself, and you're not going to have the energy to put out the the excellent recordings that you have for the podcast. Yes, I've got um, our assignments are due in on the 11th of January, so I've got three portfolios: one for photography, one for life studies, which is life drawing, and one for printmaking. And within those, with the exception of life drawing, we've got to add artist research as well. Yeah, so and they're digital portfolios. They're not physical. They are digital. So you've got to make sure you scan or photograph everything, etc., and get them uploaded. Yes. So yes. So that's a lot. So so I mean the, the thing is, although this is the last broadcast for for this podcast for the year, uh, talk to touch, then it's not to suggest that we're we're just going to be sitting back watching black and white movies drinking wine <laughs> or sherry or port or whatever uh and with feet up no we're going to have a busy old time over those three weeks we go back at, to university at the end of january but we're going to have a very busy time with your portfolios i have assignments to write writing um creative writing assignments so there'll be plenty it's going to be a mixture isn't it it's a mixture still of of keeping a handle on the academic work but also harmonizing that of course, with taking a rest and uh, decluttering a bit and preparing for a brave new year to come. Yeah, absolutely. There is um, there is that time where you sit back and you reflect on everything, right? Where have I been? What have I been doing? Where am I going? Yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy year for 
globally. I think I think there's not likely <laughs> to be anyone have that conversation where, <laughs> wherever you are a citizen of uh, um, anywhere on the planet. Yeah. I think it would be oh fair that God. most people to say that most people are going to say, "Well, that was a bit of a ride, wasn't it?" Twenty twenty two. Yeah. What's what's to, what's to come? I, I, you know, for sometimes you fear to think about what how things might roll out for the year that follows. Yes. Yes, you do. And you do think about when you see um, odd bits that pop up on the news, um, you do think, oh, my goodness, you know, will we, are we all going to make it? Yeah. <laughs> However, um, I think that's what's really great about having something to focus on, like with your assignments, your artwork, your photography, your creative writing, whatever projects that you have. And it's not to say that you want to sit back and ignore what's going on. But if you focused your attention entirely on what's going on globally, I don't think you'd get out of bed. You wouldn't feel inclined to, would you? No. Because when, when we look at what's happened um, to and within the queer community in 2022, or if you go back to the start of the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, but, uh, but looking back over the last year, 2022, then you think, well... There's a lot to talk about right there. Things, <laughs> things of of um, a challenging nature and a, a, and also a positive nature, but concerns about left and right wing extremism that seems to be increasing exponentially globally, and the impact it's going to have on on all manner of groups of people. I'm thinking, of yeah. course, of, of the queer community, but also those with disabilities, those who are displaced in some way or disadvantaged in uh, in others there, there was just so many so many people global citizens who are having a a rough time and yet somehow within throughout all of that hope eternal peeks its little head up through the the, the quagmire of despair <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i i like to to just keep looking up and looking forward because yes. otherwise you really are going to get pretty miserable. So I do yeah. like to, to look ahead and, and have your, have a goal, something that you're aiming for. So yeah. when I look at what I'm doing at the moment with the podcast, I, I still have some interviews that are yet to come, uh, which I hoped to get in, in this season, but actually they're going to end up in season three. Yeah. So I've got Nathan, coming on with his interview is coming up soon and uh that's going to be a hoot because he was with me at Birmingham Pride which by the way seems like a lifetime ago does um so I've got quite a quite a full calendar coming along and I I definitely want to incorporate more of the different events that take place throughout the year for the community yes There's, there's so many different things that do happen throughout the year and it'd be great to recognize and acknowledge them yeah i think this is uh, this is why i like talk to touch because it because i know that you, you have um, a focus on looking at what's what's happening within the queer cu- uh, community in an eclectic way then then there's all sort there are all sorts of subjects and uh, you're looking at the arts and politics and what's going on um in, in a sociological sense uh, all sorts of things that make coming back to or staying in touch with talk to touch a good idea i think because there is just so much to be tabled and 
discussed, explored. That yeah, um, it makes there's you know I think wow you've got to sign up really to you don't want to miss anything do you that's because of the fast pace of life this is the yeah thing. absolutely think, wait a minute that was three weeks ago I listened to the last T to T I really ought to you know because before you know it there's another Monday release of something so yeah I think it's good to be subscribed. Yeah, absolutely. Because I want to make sure that we get to talk to people from different walks of life. So we are hearing from people who are trans, who are gay, who are bi, who are polyamorous, etc. So just really being able to speak to people from who have different viewpoints, perspectives, and are on different journeys. Because I do feel very much that the when people talk about the queer community they just they think of gay men and that's it and it's almost as though nobody else exists they tend to just think of gay men and primarily white gay men but there are so many other people within the community to learn from of different age uh, different ages different experiences and that's what talk to touch really is about speaking to a variety of people from different ends of the scale and spectrum and experiences and sure. and opening it up and also being able to learn from other people being able to learn from other experiences rather than um really just hearing from one minute corner of the community which is yeah. what seems to which is what just seems to happen and it irritates me yes <laughs> <laughs> to say the least it freaking irritates me and just like, i'm you know, tired of it seeming as though there's only one element of the community that exists and that actually is not true let's not forget how the pride march started you can think of it's analogous with so many things you think of music you don't listen to well, the majority of people, 99.9% of people would not listen to one style of music or one track from that music forever on eternal mm. repeat. You you want, yeah. you want, you bring in colour to what you listen to. So, yeah. you know, different... Because mu- I think everybody's... Ex- yeah, I think everybody's experiences are, are completely valid. Uh, but I do feel very much that... So much of the community is sidelined and marginalised, bit like the, you know, it's almost as though the queer community is a bit like the heteronormative society. You know, there's a certain group that's at the top and everyone else is beneath them. Yeah. And I, you know what, I'm having that. That's not, that's, um, you know, for me, that is unacceptable and I will not live and abide by that under any circumstances. You know, I want people who are trans, people who are bi, uh, people who are asexual. All the different groups need to have a voice, need to be heard. Everybody needs to be heard. But we keep, I feel like we just keep hearing from a particular group. And some people might think, well, you know, you sound very much like you're always against that group. No, no, it's not that at all. It's let's hear from diverse groups of people. Because the thing is, um, it's it's not that every every um, element of the queer community, every part of the queer community, um, always can always express itself, perhaps as, in the way that it would like to or ought to. Really, that's why. Mm. What am I saying? So I think it's important to to have um, somebody 
in an ambassadorial role, speaking on their behalf, speaking for the disaffected, speaking for those who don't feel that they 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 have the capacity um, at this time anyway or at any time to to step forward and say this is what I want, this is what I believe. Uh, you know, because they feel too marginalised and too disempowered. So I think that's why programs like Talk to um, podcasts like Talk to Touch, and anyone stepping out and uh, acting as a spokesperson in in some capacity for those disenfranchised parts of the queer community, it's a good thing. Sometimes it it, it takes energy. Um, when when you feel embattled, embattled and constantly put down, I would imagine, to to find the motivation, the energy, the the means, the capacity to say, this is not right, or this is what I want, or this hurts, or whatever it might be, we ought to come together to do X, Y, Z. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know to keep that to keep that momentum is is challenging. So. So I think programs like this, uh, podcasts and programs of this sort, and some of the excellent books one reads as well, of course, which take um, an eclectic view of what's going on in the queer community. So many programs on, it's quite amazing, isn't it? When you think about Netflix, what's happened to Netflix, for example. and Oh my God, how yeah. Ma- how many series you see that have not just a queer undercurrent, it's an overt presence uh, addressing quite complex and and uh, meaningful and timely issues. Yeah, uh, and I, the thing yeah. I do think about that, which is good, is for once they're not, you know, it's not the, the, the queer character being beaten up or murdered. You know, it's normal, normal love stories, normal yeah. friendships, relationships, normal life, you know, um, I love it. I think it's good. You know, it's it's people being seen, being visible, and I think it's important. Yeah, it's a sort of normalcy about. Um, yeah, you know, it's almost like well, it's a sort of matter of fact. Well, of course, you know, there's oh look, there's some people in a queer relationship. Okay, uh, so what else is happening? You know, it's kind of just woven in, um, like yeah. it has, it's almost like it's always been there and should always have been there and will always be there so there's there's more of a um, it's not always got right but of course but there's there's I, I have noticed in literature and and in media and films um there's uh definitely um a purposeful move to making you know to normalizing one's sexual expression you know so yeah so there's a place for everyone uh, yeah, absolutely. It's not always got right. Sometimes it's done rather cack-handedly by the producers of of a particular program or series, a little bit uh, on and off. <laughs> mm. But usually it's done with quite, you know, there. You can imagine these days for a series, as a quick aside, for sort of as a um, looking at a Netflix series or or a film, that they must employ like sensitivity readers of the script and people from the queer community to ensure that there's accuracy about the way people think and behave and, and the politics of, 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 you know, the right language use and, and so on, the right expressions. So, yes. so there is, there is a, I think there is a serious professional 
focus on wanting to and needing to get these things right in in film in literature in 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 the workplace you know just across society we see some yeah, um, pretty absolutely. pretty uh, awful things happening globally of course almost like there's a you know lots of retrograde steps occurring like, which is very much tied i think into right wing wing extremism and a return to this perception of uh, I've no idea what this really means. Family values, uh, and um, certainly yeah, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation, and parts of the certain communities feeling um, threatened by what they perceive as as a disintegration of their values and all they hold dear. And and what happens then is people start acting more out of fear, and and a, and a more there's a more polarized way of thinking and behaving and um people with their groups become more isolated and and so it's easier then to to see the enemy over there mm. to yeah. to push people away rather than coming together there seems to be a, quite a, a bit of that at the moment it's, it's rather concerning you wonder where but things I do are th- going yeah i yeah. do think though being able to talk to people um, from different groups. That's why I feel Talk to Touch is so important so that sure. you can get to, to, you know, I've met so many people since starting this podcast that I would not have met. I've heard so many experiences. I've heard so many different journeys and there's more to come. And I love it. I really do love it because it means I get to learn and it challenges my biases. Um, so when I think about the future of the podcast where I hope to take it and I do want to open it up more to being able to speak to an even broader group of, of people, people from all different sides and walks of life, different age groups as well. I did interview an older guy um, at pride. Uh, He was so lovely. He was funny. I really enjoyed talking to him. It was a great episode and it's what I it's what I want. My aim really is to be able to just bring people together and ask people to open their minds to listen, open their minds to learning about other people and not just going by what's said in the press or hearsay. Yes. But actually being able to communicate and talking because conversation is where people can connect, where yes. you can have because um, you learn from other people's stories and realize actually oh actually we're the same or oh, we've had that experience and you get to learn and appreciate and understand others I mean even just in this first semester of uni I've I've seen certain peoples in a new light which has challenged my own biases sure and it's been it's been good it's been very good it's been quite an experience but I'm I'm open to that I think you have to be open to that you have to be open and willing to learn and make changes because, you know, you want your society to improve. The moment you start shutting, trying to shut groups down and saying, well, no, this is how everything should be. Then you're going to get problems because what you think should be is not what suits everybody else. Why can you not just live and let live? Why can you, why do you feel that everybody has to be, has to have your religious beliefs and, you know, you flipping right wing evangelical Christians who think that everyone's lives should be like this. No, you just want all rich white people living in the same area that has a set lifestyle that way. And you think everyone should be like you. No, 
know everybody is different. And the fact that you are unwilling to learn from that is where the problem starts. Well, yes, I think it's always always got to be the case that we have to learn to embrace difference and understand it and, and embrace it. You can't embrace it if you don't understand it. So that's one of the things that needs to be done is to for, for us to work continually at understanding why people think and say and do what they do. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, once you have some comprehension of that, then and to embrace that difference and and to ex- accept it. Uh, so you know, it's all part of the rich tapestry of life that makes the 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 the, the tapestry of differences and colours and um, <laughs> yeah textures that so make, think... make up peoples. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So with the podcast. Where am I taking it? Where is it going? Where are you taking it, Denver Shy? Where am I taking it? Denver Shy, where are you taking this podcast? Well, I definitely need to... Oh, God, I've just been so busy. I really wanted to get uh, my website up. I have started it, and I have just not been able to work on it because I've been so busy. It is a challenge when you are doing everything yourself you really do have to prioritize and so you know I want people to be able to get in touch and to be able to email and make their suggestions about what they would like to hear or talk about etc and to comment which is which would be great so I want to make sure I get those things in place it's it is challenging especially while you're at union there's so much to do but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) self-inflicted Um, yeah, carry on with the interviews, speaking to more people. I would like to do some more book recommendations because there's so many. There is so many sure. books. There's one you read recently, which sounds great. What's that one you read recently with the young man, the the young man in India? What was that called? Oh, that was, I have it here, um, A Dutiful Boy. A Dutiful Boy. Mostly yeah, I would Zadie. Like to- yeah, I'd like to read that and find out um, and be able to talk about it. So that would be that would be fascinating. Um, in fact, you have read it for your assignment, so maybe I could get you on and interview you for that. Yeah, that yeah, would be great to hear it. Some of the other queer books I've been reading um, would be worth talking about: Isabel Wadner's Sterling Carrot Gold, um, Ali Smith's Girl Meets Boy. That's that's an older book now. But I, I read quite a lot of, um, or have read quite a lot of queer fiction, one sort or mm. another. It's part of yeah. the um, one of the modules, contemporary queer fiction, I've been taking, uh, which has been great. And so, so I've read uh, far more queer fiction than I ever have in the past, worth talking yeah. about. <laughs> you have read far more than I have, because I have not had the chance to finish some of the books that I've started that I wanted to talk about. So I definitely want to cover that. And also a series. There was one I wanted to talk about. um, Sandman. Loved Sandman. And I know people had all sorts of comments about that, but I won't comment on it now. I'd like to be able to talk about that. So to be in, be able to incorporate media as well of have, as well as having the the interviews, I think it'd be, I think it'd be 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 really good. So, yeah, so for future podcasts, there will be more interviews because I still have some that uh, have been recorded that are to be edited and yet up to, to uploaded that are, that are coming. Yeah. Um, there's the media reviews, which is great, and to just to tighten things up, really. But it is a challenge while you're at uni. So that in yes. mind, the podcast is coming back on the 9th of January. 
I'm going to use yep. those few weeks to get my assignments, the portfolios together and sorted. But then also within there, as long as, um, sorry, uh, along with my other projects, I think I need some some wine, yeah. some Baileys or something yes. <laughs> to help me speak. I can't get my words out. Um, I want to, I need to sit and do some planning um, and and get a few things in place for the podcast. Really important. I'm so, so aware that there are things I should have in place that but are not. Yes, yes, it takes time though, doesn't it, to to, lay, yeah, it to have the sort of uh, framework and solid foundation necessary for longevity to have to give something a, a good chance um, for a good future. Then it takes time to get things into place. Yeah, it does. It does. So, so yeah, I, uh, talk to touch is coming back on the 9th of January. This is the last episode of season two. I'm really looking forward to the interviews that are coming up. And I really have enjoyed doing this. But unfortunately, right now, I need to knuckle down with those three portfolios that I need to (laughs) tighten up, tidy, get started. One or two I haven't even started yet. And they're due in on the 11th of January. Oh, my God. Woohoo! It's been a great time and I absolutely enjoyed it. It's been awesome. And your support um has really been appreciated so thank you so much james oh you're most welcome if this has been a general chit chat session today it's good to have those sometimes you know we put our tree up just quickly we did put the tree up but all we've done is taken it out of the box and just it stood up the lights are on the floor <laughs> then, and then no decorations on the hanging from... on the tree there are no decorations do you remember that year we took the tree out and it, it never was got in the erected. box we put <laughs> We, we never put the tree even... up. It was in the room, morbidly um, de- depressed, <laughs> depressed, funny. laying in its box. It never got <laughs> to see the light of day. One opportunity in the year, and we didn't give it that opportunity. <laughs> that was so funny. It was like, okay, get the tree down out the loft, put it down on the floor. Yeah, we'll start that. And next thing you knew, it was January, and the tree had been in the box. <laughs> He's going back up. But we've got the tree erected. All we've got to do is decorate it now. It's funny because I, I de- the, the funny thing is, as a quick aside, I, I went in and um, erected and decorated the the tree, the department tree for the, the Department of um, English and Creative Writing in their foyer and put some of the decorations up. But have we done our own tree? No. It's like do every do everyone else's. That? I do I, I put somebody else's tree up, but not mine, not ours. <laughs> Well, I did actually. It's it's erected. It's standing oh, there. Dear. Just got to decorate the thing. Anyway, it is a sorry looking tree right now. Well, it's not. It's pretty. It's, right. it's, it's pretty. new. It's pretty. You could do with some presents under. It's taller than the one we had before. Need some presents um, underneath it. But it needs presents underneath it. It needs the lights off because the lights are in a tangle on the floor. We turned them on. Yeah, but they're, pretty. <laughs> they're on the floor. It's a very pretty carpet right now. About. Yeah. Maybe later we'll get that sorted out. Oh, God. Yeah, I think we need to. We absolutely need to. So with that in mind, I'm going to say, listeners, those who have supported Talk to Touch, thank you so, so much. It has been a ball and I am enjoying it enormously. Thank you so much for tuning in. And do join me again in January. From January the 9th, we will be back. And yeah, a packed, packed seasonal episodes coming up. It's going to be fun. So thank you so much, listeners. I've really appreciated you 
allowing me to share and be a part of your day. Take care of yourself, take care of one another. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Goodbye, have a great year. Happy holidays to you all. If you think this episode was beneficial to you, do share it with someone you think might like it. And as always, thank you for listening to Talk to Touch. If you enjoy this show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I am Denver Shy, and don't forget, connection starts with open conversations.